1: Because like you said, it hasn't happened for so long, it feels uncomfortable because it's something that's rare. This is Saverin on Steelers.
2: Hello to everyone in Steeler Nation. Welcome to the Saverin on Steelers podcast. I'm Stan Saverin. I'm the co-host on this Pittsburgh Steelers Radio Network postgame show on the Steelers Radio Network, along with Charlie Batch. Also do a daily radio show on ESPN Pittsburgh, which you can get. On the iHeart mobile app. It's free. Just download it. We're on every day, noon until 2. I also tweet uh, every show out on my Twitter account. That's at StanLoveTheShow. So it's available to you there. Nothing but Steeler content here on the Steelers, Saveron on Steelers podcast. Uh, The game against Miami on Sunday night was eminently winnable. Uh, You're looking at the Buffalo game, you saw early. It wasn't going to happen. Blowouts happen. Um, Every other game the Steelers have been involved in. And I think a lot of people are dealing with the disappointment of not winning those close games. They've been conditioned, fans, and maybe some media members too, and maybe some team members. They've been conditioned to having Ben Roethlisberger ride in on a white steed and save the day. Because they experienced that in 2004, they expect that Kenny Pickett will do the same. Now, I'm not here to defend Kenny Pickett. You go with a rookie, you're going to suffer through rookie mistakes. It was good enough for Peyton Manning. It's good enough for anybody. That's just the learning curve. It's the way it is. But I think that Steeler fans are conditioned to having Ben, who, by the way, started that year as the fourth-string quarterback. Tommy Maddox, Charlie Batch, both got injured. So did Brian St. Pierre, and Ben was fourth on the depth chart. But because of circumstances, he was forced to come in, and we all know what happened. Steelers end up going 15-1, and 1, a remarkable achievement. He grew rapidly, although I think it's prudent to point out that when Ben took over, and they, there was no other choice, a, a rookie who, by the way, came in after just his junior year and played at, and I hate to say this, a lower level of competition, because I am a Miami of Ohio graduate. So I'm pretty protective of that. But he didn't play in the Big Ten or the SEC or the ACC or the Pac-10 or Big 12. Played the MAC. But he had, in, obviously, innate talent. And Kenny Pickett played at a high level. I do think that his resume was somewhat bolstered by playing his senior year in a really weak conference. I think that's fair to say. Clemson was the only team really worthy of any national attention, and they were in a down year. They were rebuilding, retooling, I should say, when it comes to Clemson. But be that as it may, Kenny showed a great deal of spark. I did not think that this was the year to draft a quarterback. had nothing to do with Kenny Pickett. I just thought, other positions had a greater need, but okay. But here's the difference. It's not so much a matter of which quarterback is more talented. Time will tell, although it's going to be tough for Pickett to top a Hall of Famer and a first ballot Hall of Famer. And when you think about that, I would imagine that you feel the same as I do, that being... that if Ben had been in the game Sunday night, they would have won. Exact same circumstance, give him the ball with three and a half or whatever it was to go, he would have found a way. He's one of the greatest comeback quarterbacks of all time. Look at the number of fourth-quarter comebacks he had just last year, seven of them, and look at his career. He's done that like virtually no other quarterback. But it's unfair to expect Pickett to do the same thing. And again, I'm not trying to grease the wheels for Kenny Pickett. He made the mistakes, and he's going to make more. Ben made mistakes, too. But the difference is, look at who was around Ben, and look at who was around Kenny Pickett. Running backs. Jerome Bettis. Willie Parker. Deuce Staley before he got hurt. Wide receivers Plexico Burris Heinz Ward Antoine Randall L. Now the Steelers wide receiver core is a great deal of potential. They look like three stars who might be able to burst out. But we haven't seen that yet. Maybe that's due to quarterback play. Maybe the three receivers, meaning Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Chase Claypool, they've been stunted in their growth by this offense that they're running. What I like to call the dink and stink. Maybe they would break open. Maybe they would break out. Maybe they're suffering from playing with a rookie quarterback. But the trio of Antoine randall Hines Heinz Ward, and Plexico Burris, it's a clear advantage to what Ben had as opposed to what Kenny Pickett has. Maybe more importantly, let's look at the offensive line. Now this offensive line is getting better. It's certainly much better than it was in game one especially in pass protection. But that offensive line had a Hall of Famer in Alan Fanica. It had a solid Max Starks. It had a solid Jeff Hardings. It was a very solid offensive line. The one advantage this team does have is that Pat Friermuth is probably better now than any of the tight ends the Steelers. Utilized. Jeremy Tooman, guys like that, not bad, but not game breakers like Friermuth can be. But the offensive line alone gave Ben a big advantage. And let's get to the defense. I mean, I was around, perhaps you were too. That defense across the front, 2004, Kimo von Olhoffen, Aaron Smith Brett Keisel Casey Hampton Only Cam Hayward would be able to start on that with that group inside linebackers James Ferrier a great player Larry Foot I think the inside linebacker play has been getting better with Miles Jack. And Larry Foote is coming on. But still, a guy like James Ferrier made a difference. In the secondary, DeShay Townsend and Ike Taylor on the corners. This year, Steelers aren't even close to that. Ike Taylor had trouble hanging on to the football. Further, the old cliche, if they could catch, they'd be wide receivers. But Ike was a good player. He was a shadow guy. They stuck him on the other team's best receivers, and they faced some good ones, and he didn't disappoint. At safety, Troy Polamalu. I don't know if Mika Fitzpatrick is his equal. They don't suffer much there. And maybe Chris Hope, who was a starting safety in 04. Terrell Edmonds is coming on, playing good ball. Maybe that's a wash, maybe a slight edge to Troy over Minka. But you see the overall picture. When Ben took over, Bill Cower instructed Ken Wisenhunt, the offensive coordinator, keep it simple for him. Don't load him up with too much. Let's rely on the running game. Let's rely on our great defense, and it was a great defense. Let's not give this 21-year-old kid too much to digest. Now, Ben bristled under that, but it was better for the team in the long run. And thus, they went 15-1 and from that point after he came in, in that game in Baltimore. Expecting Pickett to do the same thing with this group of players. I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not an AFC champion. Or of the caliber to play in an AFC championship game and then to win the whole ball of wax the following year. So the Steelers find themselves in an unusual position. They find themselves virtually out of contention. It's a different feeling. They're not used to it. They're used to being in contention for everything at the midway point of the season. As of now, they're not. How do they react to that? Let's bring in the guy who started at right tackle for that 2004 Steeler team. Well, he played right tackle, didn't start until a couple years later, but was drafted in the same draft as Ben Roethlisberger. Max Starks, now the color commentator on the Steelers radio network. And, Max, when you came in in 2004, you are in an AFC championship game. The next year you're in the Super Bowl. Your guys were used to competing for the ultimate prize. How will these veterans react when, at least temporarily, they're not in that position?
1: Well, I think, I think it's frustrating. You know, I think – and and everybody has a right to be frustrated, old and young, um, with how things are going just because if you've been here, as long as a lot of, a lot of those legacy players you're – You're talking about, you know, like there's a standard of excellence. And even for Mike Tomlin, Mike, this is the first time you've really been in this type of situation because you've always known, even when you had these slumps, that you were going to get out of it, right? Because you had Ben Roethlisberger. You had a top defense. You had veterans you could look at. And you don't really have that uh, from the top down. Yes, you have some guys. because you've had one for 18 years, essentially. One that kind of went boys to men on you. And this is that first year where there's uncertainty at the quarterback position that if the quarterback goes out, that he can lead the drive because we all felt it right on Sunday night. Two minutes and 20 seconds left. We got the ball back. Defense gets us the ball back. They were playing a superb game. And then right at the end, Right where you think, okay, this is this is what we're used to. It's an interception and the inexperience kicks in that this was four down territory. You had a clear lane to run. You should have ran, but you were trying to throw the touchdown pass, which you can't fault him. Right. He's at least attacking and not throwing some check down in the middle of the field. That's five yards on third and 16. But that's where it's like it's just the disconnect where you're close, but you're not quite there yet.
2: Do you have any doubt, and this is um, uh, always a risky proposition, that if that's Ben in that situation, they win the game 17-16? Yeah, I, I think for all intents and purposes, that's what you have to assume, that Ben would
1: because we have evidence to prove it, right? We have years of experience and times where it has happened. I mean, the only time it did not happen, you think, in that last year where you're in a position to win it was Minnesota, right, with the fire moves uh, catch and double coverage. But you're like, he made the throw. It didn't get intercepted. But had you had one more shot, maybe you make it that time. And, you know, we could talk about that. And this defense is a lot different than it was a year ago. So you're thinking when you suppress a team to 16 points in a game with, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and what Tua can do, defense did its job. You know, offense just did not do enough to put them over the top. And I think that's what's the frustrating part of it is that, man, we were right there. We should have done it and we didn't, but it's like Ben's not back there. Jerome Bennett isn't back there. Heinz Ward isn't back there. You have some different pieces. And they're all coming together for the, you know, on this journey this season. Uh, but I will say this: I'm encouraged because I like the relationship and chemistry between George Pickens and Pat Fryer move, right? I like Chase's fight, but Chase is also still stumbling along the way. Deontay is figuring it out with the new quarterback, and it's just it, it's a lot of people trying to get to the same place. But taking different directions, and that's that's the tough part, right? You know, you get you get you get that one way. You know, when you check your phone for driving directions, it gives you four or five different paths you can take. This is the fastest one. This is the le- less amount of uh, turns. You know, this is the one least amount of street lights. Uh, avoid the tolls. Avoid the highways. We're getting all these different versions of it, as opposed to everybody kind of getting on the same page and say, "Hey, we're just going to take this route, and let's just." all be locked into this route and this is what it looks like it's not gonna look pretty it's not gonna be great because we have a new driver right you know you see a student driver on the freeway he's got all those stickers and badges on top of it unless you know it's a student driver he's driving in the right lane he's scared to go in the left lane and that's what you kind of have to have to deal with you're riding in the car with the student driver when you're used to probably riding with a race car driver
2: that's a great analogy um aside from the quarterback Um, As they prepare for the Eagles, arguably the toughest team they've faced thus far, um, and realizing that the chances of them climbing back into this thing are slim, deep in the recesses of the veterans' minds, who in Pittsburgh are used to playing for something. Um, How do you get yourself up to play a game like this when you really haven't been in this position with a legacy franchise like the Steelers? Well,
1: I think the biggest thing is it's just, you know, you brace. And the good thing is the rest of the league is not that dominant. And I say that the team that we're about to face in Philly is, is, is the apex predator right now in, in the NFL. But the rest of the teams that are outside of them, Buffalo, and it pains me to say this that you have a New York Giants team that's in striking distance like this. Um, but the Giants, Kansas City is your, those are really your top four. And then everybody else is mulling around the 500 ish mark, if not a little bit below. And so you look at that and you say, you know what? There's 14 teams that got to go to the playoffs. And if I'm number one or number 14, it doesn't matter. I still got my ticket stamped. So we're looking at being that number seven seed in the AFC race. That's still reachable. Now, division, division title, no. But for everything that you have and want and desire, it's still – and listen, division title isn't that far out either because you still have four divisional games. If you can actually click on all cylinders – Then you make a run in the division. You only have one loss in the division and four more games left. And you've already got one. You got a one-up on Cincinnati. So it's not that far out. It's just mathematically it looks really tough. Like, it's got to be a lot of perfection and a lot of goodness that has to go your way, but there's still a path. The door has not closed on you yet. And so I think you you cling to that little bit of hope and you try and hype yourself off of that little bit of hope because stranger things have happened, and don't count, don't, count, don't count yourself out until they tell you you're out, right? Get knocked down three times, they have to determine it. That's a TKO. Like, you're not allowed to get up again. But until then, you keep fighting and you keep standing up.
2: As you look at it, uh, Kenny Pickett is going to make some mistakes. I thought the defense played pretty well um after they got out of that first quarter funk and they played very well against tampa bay and by the way in the next segment we're going to talk about the sealers aren't the only legacy franchise that is underperforming tampa bay new england there are several but when you look at the uh, improvement of the defense i think the offensive line has improved incrementally and kenny pickett's going to make his mistakes but is the rest of the group if they continue? On a forward trajectory, capable of giving him the support that he needs, are they good enough?
1: I think they are. I think they are at a lot of, at a lot of their key positions. But you said, but it comes to unification, right? It comes to everybody peaking at the right time, and because you can't have one without the other. You know, you look at the game against Tampa Bay. You saw what this team can do when they all come together under less than ideal circumstances. You can pull out the win, right? Get the special team splash play. Get the defensive play, you know, and then have an offense that can actually move the ball and and actually put points on the board. That's what it is, and we've seen that. So a precedent has already been set, so it's not like we're asking to do something that has not been done before. We've actually seen it in practical application. But now it's building off of that practical application, making sure that everybody comes to the party every day. And that's that's where we're kind of up and down. Um, I, I'm still encouraged, I'm, not fru- I'm frustrated, but I'm still encouraged by a lot of the things that I see out there. It's just I need all the dots to connect, right? That's the one thing that I struggle with is that I'm not just, not all the dots are quite lining up every single time. They're not in the same place Every time I, I put my pen down on the paper and that's where, that's where you have to kind of have, have a little bit of credence and give a little bit of deference, even for a story franchise, because like you said, it hasn't happened for so long. It feels uncomfortable because it's something that's rare. And I, we're just going through that rare time. And we just have to be, be, you know, just have to be committed and keep continuing on the path because, you know, everybody's gaining knowledge and Kenny Pickett especially yes he 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 learned a lot from day 1 of OTAs to here He's still got a lot to go a long path to go and he has and he's learning on working with these receivers you know this is the second you know second week he's had a full week with them not because he was out with the concussion protocol whatever and so you're trying to monitor him but everything has to grow You have to fast-track it, and he didn't get any training camp time with a lot of these receivers. George Pickens, maybe, but he didn't get it with Deontay, didn't get it with Chase, and didn't get it with prior moves. So he's learning with those other pieces. And then also, that first-team offensive line also has to get a feel for how Kenny moves and knows what he likes to do because Kenny can run or Kenny can evade. He doesn't have a tendency yet. And so that's also what you're working with them with an offensive line is not knowing what your quarterback's tendency is. Is he a runner? Is he a sidestepper? Is he a guy that steps up?
2: I raised questions about the Steelers' ability to respond after the blood in Buffalo, and I was pleasantly surprised. They rebounded and beat a Tampa Bay that was favored by more than a touchdown consolidating with a win in Miami would have been nice. How do they come off now? The record is the record, 2-5. and five, It's a daunting task. The Eagles are 6-0. and But how good are they? How good are they? They've beaten the Lions by 3. They're 6-0. and They beat the Vikings easily. They beat Washington. They beat the Jaguars. They beat Arizona. They beat the Cowboys. That's their best win. But that schedule is not exactly Murderer's Row. Maybe the 6-0 Eagles are a bit overrated. We'll find out more Sunday. Thanks for joining me on the Saverin on Steelers podcast. If you enjoy the content of these podcasts, please let your friends know. You can find it at Steelers.com. Don't forget to join me on the postgame show with Charlie Batch on the Steelers radio network Sunday after the game in Philly. And you can tune in to the iHeartMedia app download it it's free you can listen to me each weekday noon until two i also tweet out each show via twitter you can listen to it there i'm stan saverin thanks to steely nation and so long everybody hey guys back at the playground again huh yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves,
1: so we could go surfing. I
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah,
1: ski slopes. Let's
0: do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait.
1: Did we just invent California?
0: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get in zone, AutoZone.
1: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply.